0: Let's add the testimonies and give glory to God.
1: Praise God. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Christina here.
0: Yes, praise God,
2: Christina.
1: Um, Praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this anointed group. Thank you, brother Russell. Yesterday and today's morning, tongues. Uh, on our authority and God's unconditional jealous love was so powerful. And I learned that God gives us grace through Jesus and his mercy is renewed every morning and is introduced in the time realm, the earth realm, not spiritual as Lamentations three 22 and 23 says all through believing in Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I encourage everyone to please join me in the Morning Tongues and other ministries. Praise God. Thank you. And um, I want to give all my praise and thanksgiving to our mighty, triune God for my complete healing. As five years ago, a while after we moved to Australia, I fell ill. And today am completely healed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. In the past, I was weak. And this last time, together with seeking medical help, I renewed my commitment to Jesus as I had lapsed in my faith and was afraid of dying. And thankfully, praise God, I went to Reconciliation, then Daily Holy Mass. And a while later, I came across the JCLM teachings and joined just to get my healing as nothing medically was helping. And I did not get immediate physical healing, but by the grace of God, I received so much more. And my love for Jesus grew, and I no longer read novels, only the Bible. And I kept going to confession, and whenever the Holy Spirit reminded me of someone that I needed to apologize to, I did it straight away, and have since reconciled many relationships. Praise God. And the verse that had a great impact on me was Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. And it convicted me to take responsibility as I began renewing my mind with biblical truths. And I never spoke about the condition, and my family weren't aware. Only my husband, who initially took me to medical appointments, And even though nothing changed physically, I became stronger, especially when I then joined this group and prayed in tongues more. Praise God.
3: I'm no
1: longer easily offended. Example, a while back, while driving home one night, the car behind me was tailgating me. And I just prayed in tongues and continued at 50 kilometers until I indicated to turn. And he then hooted at me for a longer time than necessary. And I just blessed him and all drivers on the road, praise God. Praise God. And I began to speak differently to everyone and recognized that it's the evil spirit working. Example, making my children misbehave so that I get triggered and learned rather than to talk back, to instead speak to the mountain, to bind, rebuke, and cast out the evil spirit in Jesus' name by mark eleven twenty three, and then to thank the holy spirit for what i want to see praise god
3: praise god that's so wonderful thank
1: and um, uh, at the start of covid i joined an online rosary group and instead of begging for our petitions we give thanks to god that we've already received our petitions yes.
3: that is the way to pray. praise
1: god And I also cannot keep quiet if someone speaks something contradictory to the word of God and always correct and give scriptures and teachings whenever I see a need. And I no longer focus on myself and my needs. And I'm actually not even sure of when my complete healing happened. And as Brother Russell said one morning during tongues, Uh, It's not just about listening to the teachings of the word of God, but basking in the presence and power of the father, which then starts taking charge of the different situations in our life where I then see miracles happen. And it's exactly this that we need to take into our hearts. Praise God. God. Thank you, brother Vivek, brother Russell, sister Shanin for the word from Jesus and all members of this anointed group and uh, of the Holy Spirit, especially those behind the scenes, and I've truly received so much more than I could have asked for or imagined all through Jesus, our most high God, Ephesians 3.20. Amen. Praise God. Lord, God Thank bless. you, brother. Praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise the
4: Lord, Brother Lee.
0: Yes, Newton. Praise the Lord
4: brother a, a big tragedy took place today i'm sorry to tell you what happened that i was about to read page number russell at uh savior brother savior forward me the page number three i confess mobile got hanged from past two hours i couldn't start my mobile then i called by my brother-in-law and told him jude can you read in place I said brother savio that i can't do it and i'm praying over the mobile the mobile is not starting praying over the mobile it's not starting Finally, I said, Lord, you want to teach me something to this, to go to this and to tell me that you are there and you are in control of every situation. Oh, no. Instantly the mobile started. Praise God. And but I miss, I could I said, let it be. But brother, I'm surprised that uh, I'm out of the group also. Which group? Your oh, yeah. group.
0: Okay. Is it because I don't,
4: know. I, I don't know how it happened, but brother, i tell you some days before, when I was on the mobile looking out for hymns of Mother Mary. I got an entire set of uh, this, uh, what is that, Uh, pornography pictures came from the mobile, full set. Oh, okay. And I was shocked how this came, with so many videos. And it happened that once my bus was uh, spoiled at uh, my place, and I was getting my bus repaired, and they couldn't get the fault. And once I had called from home, mommy is not well, please come. And I could attend no yeah, No, the mechanic told me don't go be here. I started praising and glorifying God over there, and that then the bus started. Yes, After that, I shared my testimony with one of the sisters in the prayer group, she said that see, be alert as you praised God in this situation, the devil will not spare you. He'll try to do many things around you. The second started is that there are some problems took place yesterday so much that it was so difficult to handle. But finally I won over the, in the name of Jesus, I have got victory. Today the mobile stopped working and I was hanged and I called my brother-in-law, he read and plus I'm out of the basement prayer group also I don't know brother what's happening I started praying and praying and then uh, the mobile started now but I don't know how I'm out of the group and that uh, pornography photos which came the videos that came on the mobile that was something very strange as I was looking out for hymns and second thing third thing also they told me to share the word of God this Monday and I was writing that I was looking out for that also mobile that also got uh, that also got uh, deleted and went off so this is the thing but I just praise God for it that I could give this testimony to the Lord I have to testify today please start the bless the mobile to start and every work of Satan I break it right now I yes. destroy it in the name of Jesus
0: yes. amen I, amen I,
4: I when the moment I said this the mobile started but brother I don't know how I went out of the group. I am don't just, worry. Um, I'll
0: I'll I'll speak to Russell. Russell, do something. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and
4: I, and a brother Jude read it afterwards for me. I don't know, read page number three. Other brother, Russell, brother Savio may know where I'm gone. I promised him. But yes. brother, why this happened, I don't know. Uh, but I'm just strong in the I'll
0: Lord. Just, I'll just share one thing with you, Newton. Whenever you work for the Lord and where you work yeah. for His kingdom, it's very important that you cover yourself with the precious blood of Jesus, and that blood has to be the Word of God. So Revelation 12.11 says they overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. So the blood of the Lamb is nothing but speaking a testimony. Today you are testifying. I ask everybody in this prayer group to stand up and testify. Because when you stand to testify, there's a very big hedge of protection put upon you and your family. An unknown hedge of protection. Because the ones who testify to God, God takes care of them because they are standing up and bashing the devil. So that's yes. the edge of protection comes when you stand with God's word. So what is the yes. meaning of Revelations 12:11? They overcame yes. by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. The blood of the lamb is standing for God's word and speaking that his word has done this for my life. Are you yes. understanding? You're yes, standing sir. up and telling everyone his word is so powerful. It works. Yes. It worked for me. It worked for you. It worked for the whole universe. So go ahead and speak his word. So what you are doing is they overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb. The blood is nothing but God's redeemed word. The power of God's word is that blood, that sanctification, that redemption. So when you stand up to even give a testimony like this, do not know the spiritual canopy or a blessing that comes upon you and your family. But you should always be standing up and praising God because God dwells in the praises of his people. And Amen. that anointing of the Holy Ghost, because that is important. What the yes. devil wants is basically for you to lose your peace, to lose your joy yes. and keep on yes. complaining, grumbling, give bad words or do something wrong, show you all the wrong things. See, it doesn't matter even if the wrong thing came in front of you. The matter yeah. is that, Lord, I love you more than anything in the world. I, yes. and I bless you and I delete all that because it doesn't touch me because I'm the body of Christ. The yes. joy of God is in me. His love is in me he lives in me yeah. he dwells in me he moves in me and he has his being in me nothing in the yeah. world can touch me or separate me from the love of jesus amen okay so this is how you need to go about it you don't have to dwell on what happened you have to say sure, you are greater than everything that goes on in my life amen I want to dwell on these things let your eyes even if they have seen something that is not important because you are, you are anointed you know, yes. I have to move on and just say, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Let nothing come in your eyes. What you look at is with your spiritual eyes, not with your physical yes. eyes. Do not dwell on that sin. You are flenced, made whole and moved on the moment you ask confess Amen. and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I come back in your house. Do not dwell. So Newton, I guess one thing that I need to advise you on is not to hold on to these little things. What had happened, okay. how it happened? Just move on because in every spiritual growth, there'll be a test. You move on to the test, clear it. You go to the next level. You don't yes. go back and say why it happened, how it happened. No, no, yes. The devil wants you to be there. You yes. are not there. You don't need to move on, keep on marching ahead. Yes, and so no, that no. is the spiritual maturity that are called to as believers
4: yes brother and brother as i end up it happened that i had gone to one hotel to buy to eat something and that that a lady had an asthma pro an asthma and she she's gotten really cured so i told her the word of god as the lord healed me of cancer and i told a lot of hindus were there i shared a word i told her i'll get the bible and give you in hindi i told her jesus died for each and every one of us so as these days as uh, they told the, the group told me to please the word on this monday of uh, preparing for it and then morning playing the for the guitar So there was a lot of anointing that was coming on me also, and this happened. So I praise God for this, and the teaching brother that you gave me now, I'll follow it. So I praise God that I could give my testimony. I thought I may not able to give today, but the devil lost, and I won the victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's important. Thank Thank you.
0: Thank you. yeah who would like to testify next
5: hi Vic uh, this is Jenny here
0: yeah Jenny go ahead
5: so I have a couple of uh, testimonies uh, you know uh, to glorify God for you know for the for the levels of you know tests that he has uh, you know kind of made me experience in these last couple of weeks so uh, so it was 2-3 uh, weeks back I was uh, you know at uh, my flat uh, And uh, we were just doing up the place and uh, my uh, son, my daughter and a friend's son, you know, uh, these three kids were playing in one of our bedrooms and uh, we were all, you know, having a good time outside, uh, you know, and uh, chit-chatting with each other and suddenly we heard a very loud sound, uh, you know, from the bedroom and that sound was very, very devastating, you know, so and it was the children were screaming and uh, my daughter came running out and my friend's son came running out. My son was not there and I was like, you know, I was terrified with that sound. I I just entered the bedroom and then I seen my son was, uh, you know, was was very scared and, it, you know, the metal cupboard had fallen on him, you know. It was an empty cupboard by God's grace and that metal cupboard had fallen on him. Uh, By God's grace, nothing happened to any of the three kids. And uh, my the only thing which, you know, had uh, terrified my son was the the sound and the very fact that it fell on his leg. Uh, and I just kept saying, Jesus, 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 all throughout, you know, I just kept rubbing his leg and, you know, kept saying, Jesus, I asked him, did you get hurt on the head, on the hand? He says, no, mama, it's just on my leg. And uh, that was just for about two minutes, awake, And after that, you know, everything just was back to normal. He started laughing. The kids started playing again. And I really thank God for his mighty protection. Where even we as parents were in the house. We did not, we were not near our kids when this happened. But, you know, even when we as parents don't watch over our kids, it's our heavenly father who watches and sends his angels to guard them. So I praise and glorify God for this uh, miracle in my life. Uh, Following the next week, again, we had another incident with my nephew. He is four years old. And uh, as usual, the kids were playing. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden he... Uh, you know, while playing, banged his head on one of the pointed edges of one of our furnitures, you know, the sofas. And uh, this four-year-old nephew of mine, uh, you know, he got uh, hurt on the head. And all that was fine because they always, I mean, well, playing children do get hurt. So I was pretty cool. But when I touched his head, I found blood on my hand. And that really, really scared me. I just carried him and took him to my brother. They stay next door. And, uh, you, know, his, you know, he was just bleeding from the head and uh, I just told my brother, don't worry, nothing has happened to him. Just, just uh, you know, just uh, get him a pack of ice and don't worry, he's absolutely fine. And I kept saying, you know, by the blood of Jesus, you know, my, my uh, Tyler is completely healed. And, uh, you know, within half an hour, my brother took him to, the, you know, to, to a hospital nearby. And my, my son started crying and said, Mama, I don't want my little brother uh, you know, to, to have stitches on his head. It's so painful. He's just a baby. And I told him, don't worry. I, I, you know, I held his hand. I held my daughter's hand. And three of us made an agreement prayer, saying that, Lord Jesus, you have taken care of us. And nothing will come, near, no evil will come near us. We believe every verse that is there in Psalm 91. And we claim that this child, Tyler, will have no stitches on the head. And we declare this in the name of Jesus, your precious blood runs through his body and he is going to come home happy, excited, jumping and, you know, and completely healed. And that's what happened, Vivek, uh, within half an hour, my brother, uh, you know, messaged me and said, no stitches, He's. it's just a bruise, it's just a, it's, it's a small cut on the head for which doctor has just, you know, done a dressing. And we praise and thank God and glorify God that it, there was no internal injury and it was just a superficial wound which was on the top of his scalp yes. and it is and thank god and now the the biggest testimony of all for for me uh me and my entire family except my daughter have all been tested positive for covid uh we are around 15 of us who had gone for a you know for a for a engagement party and uh out of the 20 25 people 15 of us have tested positive for covid but that has not you know shaken us at all. Uh, the day before we did the test, uh, myself, my son, and my daughter, we said whatever the reports are, we declare that those reports are null and void, and we only believe that we are healed by the precious blood of Jesus. And the next day, the reports came; it was positive for myself, uh, Aaron, and uh, you know, and my son Joshua. And we it did not bother us because on the paper we were positive. But inside, we knew we are absolutely fine, and we claimed the same promise for all, all our relatives. You know, my dad, seventy-two; my mom, you know, sixty-five. They, they, both were also tested positive. So our main focus was on them. But I, it didn't really scare me. I said, COVID is not a big thing for us because we are believers, and we know that come what may, Jesus's precious blood flows inside of us, and nothing, nothing will ever happen to us. And by God's grace, all of us are almost out of it. I mean, we are out of it. Uh, 10 days, uh, you know, have passed. And um, I praise and glorify God for uh, being with us through this journey. And, uh, you know, just get, getting us out of this. Because uh, this quarantine itself, you know, uh, you know, when you are inside the house, it it's sometimes just puts you through a lot of thoughts. But it is God's word that has kept us focused. The rosary, the holy mass. has kept us all focused and uh, we've not removed our gaze from the cross you know so uh, you know Jesus has taken everything on the cross for us and by his wounds we are completely healed Uh, there was one more thing that I wanted to mention that uh, though my daughter was tested negative for COVID uh, she was the one who had the maximum symptoms Uh, she had fever as high as 103.6 and uh, we were not able to understand because she was negative and you know she had such a high fever and none of us had fever or breathlessness or anything but my daughter had and uh, i was not scared i was at ease my husband was panicking because uh, his main concern was if she needs hospitalization you know we, uh, who will take her out because as parents we could not step out of the house because of the quarantine so you know we uh, i just put my hand over her when she was you know uh, swelling in that fever and I just rebuked it. I rebuked the spirit of shivering. I rebuked the spirit of fever. And I commanded it to leave out of my daughter's body. And I said, you know, the scriptures of 1 Peter 2.24 yes. and 1 Corinthians 12.27 that she is the body of Christ and Satan, you have no place in her. And uh, Vivek, as my hand was on her, I felt her body loosed. You know, it, just lo- it was just loosened, you know. And I just felt like something w- went out of her. You know, and from that time onwards, there was no shivering. She she was shivering really badly. I've never seen her shivering like that. I mean, she's nine years old, I've never seen her, you know, shivering like that. And that that spirit of shivering, I could just feel it just went out of her, you know, when I say I rebuked it and cursed it. So I praise and thank God for you know for his marvelous uh deeds that he does in our lives and for the many times that I have not thanked him. You know, I'm sorry, God. And you know, I, I I promise to continue to grow in faith and lead others also to grow in their faith. This is my testimony, Vivek. Praise Thank God.
0: You and Jenny, be in the word. Do not miss out on the word, okay? Be it whether yes. it's the professional life or whatever,
3: okay? Yes. yes. You know, yes. I also
0: was very busy just like you, and uh, you know how the Lord is so important for us. He's yes. first, okay? He comes first, everything comes second, okay? Yes, sir. And And thanks for using the word because that's what we are teaching every Friday. To start commanding, not start begging, but commanding, because you have Christ in you. If Christ is yes. in you, the word is in you, then you speak and you should see the mountain moving. And that's exactly what you did. And yes, yes, you see results because if you understand the system, you apply it, you see the result. That's that's God's system. It's word, his, his, his precious word is his system. So that's yes. what
3: to understand. Okay, praise God. Thanks. Please Thank God. You. Thank you, Jim.
6: I have a week Yeah, like to praise and thank God for yet another week, and you know the hedge of protection He has put around my family, the Brisbane
3: Prayer Group, and all my friends across the world. I praise and thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Yes, who else would like to thank and praise God?
7: Uh, hi Vivek, I want to give small testimony. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, last week my uh, son is already yellow-belled and last weekend they had a tournament. And I remember that always we said, don't beg, just believe. So I made an agreement prayer with my daughter that your brother has already received medals. And he won really a one gold medal and bronze medals. So I really want to give thanks and uh, I want to glorify God for all of His blessing. And I'm so happy. I'm so proud because I'm really bad at sports. I never got any medal in my life. So
3: doesn't matter. God I was is. was like
7: good. yes, so happy that yes, eight year old won that and another testimony is like my brother is getting married today uh, obviously we can't go to india but uh, he have found really good pride and they are so happy so i want to give glory thank you for his protection and for his grace happiness in my family and mother's side so thank you so much and i want to pray for all the children in this uh, prayer group as well and their families uh, i know that god has blessed us abundantly so thank you jesus thank you Holy
3: Spirit.
0: thank you jesus i'm so happy that the teachings that i do every friday and the daily reflections are helping so many people if it is helping you please put an amen there and glorify god not the preacher because your life is changing uh, because of that and you could clearly see from jenny's testimony and from shirley's that they started commanding and started praying the agreement prayers and see how things are happening Uh, i wanted to pray a deliverance prayer at the end but I, i my my spirit tells me to pray an agreement prayer with you all so keep all your petitions ready let's do an agreement prayer at the end let's do a simple prayer and see all the answered prayers so hold on to whatever you want to ask from the lord and tonight is your night of answered prayer and let's believe it because the ones who believe are the ones who receive just believe and you will receive so yeah praise god and amen to those who put an amen if your life is changing because of the teachings, because of Brother Russell's teachings, because of the daily rosaries and this prayer group by itself, then put an amen glorifying God. So, and then please remember, start your day, start your day with a hedge of protection like Emu does. Jesus is the most powerful testimony. It may be just a small testimony, but it's the most powerful because not only he is praying for himself, but praying for the Brisbane prayer group and their families. And that is should be your daily prayer that I cover myself and my family and the Brisbane prayer group and their families and my extended families with the precious blood of Jesus and let the hedge of protection be upon us and this is important you need to make this prayer daily because praying this prayer will give you a spiritual canopy and that spiritual canopy is the the spirit of God will cover you with that very precious blood and there can be no attack of the evil one so let's keep doing
3: this every day amen yes please go ahead Brother Vivek, this is you. Yeah,
8: Well, this is, uh, I would say, this is just an unplanned testimony or unplanned, uh, you know, I just happened to say, why? I just happened to think about it. And I said, I look around at me and I said to myself, when I had a job, I should think, why, you know, do this or do do this or don't do this. or do. I mean, what do I want to do in the house? I was just, I should think many times. Yes or no, yes or no. But after now, after being a one and a half year, almost one and a half year at home now, and I just have to say, oh, this has to be done, and I have nothing done, and I wish I had do, do it, and I wish I could do it. You won't believe, brother, from where the finance comes, from which saving it comes, it's just in the account, and we do it. There's so many changes we have done in the house when I'm there at home right now, without a job, other than than before what we should normally do when I had a job. I present, thank God for all the, the, the things he has provided in the house and nothing is less. Even the thing what we want to refurbish when everything is done uh, and is done according to his plan, he organizes the finances and I can feel his presence every now and then in the family. That Lord is there present in our midst. He guides us in our business, he guides us in every decision. Mother Mary's continuous intercession is there. The Holy Spirit is felt very strongly praise and god. the way we wait for friday to come over what is the new message whatever the new message the first the urge is there praise i god. don't know we were never before that way but it yes. has come within us from which praise angle praise god for that praise thank god. you brother for all what you're doing for showing us how the least important people are most important
3: I mean, in God's kingdom. Is-
0: we all the same there's no difference i have already prophesied about your job because god told me already god has given you a very good job so i'm saying this openly so i i've got the message for you okay praise god uh thank you jesus and yeah who would be next who would like to praise god If the Holy Spirit is moving you to speak, just unmute and speak. He'll put the words in your mouth. Do not know what you have to speak. Some people are saying, let me plan my testimony. No, do not plan your testimony like Jude, speak. He will put the words. Just unmute, speak, and give glory to God. Say thank you, Jesus. And because there's going to be a spiritual canopy upon you and your family because of the glory to God. So remember, Revelation 12, 11 gets activated and you overcome the devil and the evil one.
3: Yes, who else? Uh,
1: brother, this is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane, go ahead. Uh, I want to thank your Holy Spirit um, for teaching me new new things every day. The things which I used to do before and now, there's a vast difference. He's uh, teaching me new things and when I apply that, it, it seems very beautiful. I enjoy enjoying it every day. And even the word, the daily by beginning, which I do, now I'm reading it word by word, not chapter by chapter. I'm Reading it word by word. And even the mass, which I see daily, that also brings a big difference. So I want to thank the Holy Spirit for guiding me throughout.
0: Praise God. And you're enjoying it, right? Because the word of God yes. now comes alive. Every word is so precious. You know, everyone. I'm
1: I'm not not concerned about myself. I want my my mind is fully filled up. How can I be a help to others?
3: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: That's that's that
1: gives me great joy.
0: Yes, the joy is always for others. You know, so Jesus first, others, and then yourself last.
3: That's the meaning of joy. Thank
1: you, thank you, thank
3: you, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus.
0: Yes, who will speak next? Who would like to testify and give glory to God?
7: Hi, Vivek. Surely again. Sorry, yeah. when you said unplanned, you just click, I click something, I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, totally yeah. unplanned for me.
9: It should be
10: unplanned. Uh, not planned.
7: <laughs> okay, two years ago, my uh, we brought a house and now prices are so like high. It's very difficult. To pass. I want to give thank you and glory to God uh, that we brought the house and, uh, you know, I want to say one more thing that this house was really old and like uh, need like lots of renovation so two years back my i told my husband and i accuse him of buying this kind of like property but now i'm feeling so like sad and sorry for him that telling this thing because of these things we were fighting in the car everywhere that uh you know why you brought this property but i i that opened my eyes. Like, you should not accuse of, you know, uh, but thank you. I say thank you to God, whatever you have. So, I, w- I want to say sorry to my husband uh, because I feel so bad f- from inside that I said these things to him and it was bothering me.
0: So, one just say, I'm sorry. Just say, Give him a hug and say, I love you, darling. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> no, that's true. So I
7: want to say thank you to Jesus. And uh, yeah, thanks for good house. Yeah, I want to say thank you for, for his blessings.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. Thanks. Thank for. You. Praise to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes,
3: who's next?
11: Hi, Vivek.
3: Yeah, hi. Go ahead. Who is this?
11: Yeah,
3: yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Can you speak up? I can't hear you. Yeah, can you speak up?
3: Anyone from here would like to testify? Have you any
0: any testimony? I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now.
11: Now you can hear Okay. Sure, I wanted to testify on behalf of a friend of mine. Yeah, good. And uh, she's not on this prayer group or, or whatever. But uh, like when you said, you can make the simplest of prayer and God hears you.
3: Absolutely. And
11: uh, this year has been a fabulous year for her. So she says, and she says, in some sort of whatever like I have been an angel to her in whatever sense of the way of encouragement or whatever but I know that it's not me it's God who does everything and he maneuvers he strengthens your faith and he brings about a revolution where it's needed
3: yes
11: uh she was she basically works with me and uh she she's married a non-catholic and uh uh, but she is very strong with the faith and everything, and uh, uh, she had this problem with her boss, and uh, and he used to harass them day in and day out, day in and day out. And uh, cutting the long story short, there were complaints that went up to him, and they had personal fights and everything. And she used to she used to dread coming to work, and she would always tell me. I'm not coming to work Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I can't do this anymore when I have a few more years to retire. Uh, one fine day, I told her, you just don't worry about anything. This man is going to get out of this job. And you're not going to believe it. One day, she called me and she says, do you know he has put in his papers and he has resigned? And uh, and 15th is his last day. And she says, I can't believe it that it's it's it has happened. And I just said, Yes, it has, and it will, and this man will not stay because he's he is struggling the children of God. And there it was, he he was moved out. He's no more in the organization. Then came another younger guy who was promoted to be. In his position. He too was moved out because the company was taken over and he's moved to another destination. And to her goodness with the Lord, she's been promoted to the head of the department. Yeah. Then came her then came another miracle where her daughter was, was, was seeing somebody for a very long time and he wasn't agreeing to marry the daughter and uh, she was having a job problem and she was having a lot of issues and I just told her why doesn't she get married to him she's been with him for the last seven eight years why doesn't she just get married to him and go and why don't they start a new life you know and by the time I could even finish my prayer for her one day the two had a fight and she says either you marry me or not and then there was a decision that was made An engagement was made, was, was, uh, you know, uh, was uh, done in the next 15 days and the daughter's getting married this December or next December.
3: Oh, Everything
11: God. set. praise God. Then came her, um, uh, her uh, mother's house, ancestral property with which the brother didn't give up for the, for the last like maybe 20-30 years and he didn't part with the money, he didn't part with the house, he didn't part with anything. One fine day he called her and he told her, okay um, you're my sister and I'd like and she kept cribbing that I don't have money, how am I going to live, I'm living in a rented place, my husband doesn't work, you know there are so many things, both my children are jobless and I said don't worry something will happen, you know we I just Kept that in mind. And you're not going to believe it. The brothers has sold the house and the property and everything. And I think she, to, as of today, she stands to gain more than 50 crores in her bank.
3: Wow. Praise God.
11: Sorry, 50 lakhs. Not 50 crores, but 50 lakhs. <laughs> and uh, sorry about that. And um, that was a huge amount for her you know and uh, this is what i think the lord has done and it has done he's rolled it and rolled it and rolled it to much more than what is expected praise god and uh, this is my testimony for her and she says there is a superpower and that's all i believe that there is a super 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 power Thank you, Jesus, and praise you, Jesus, for all the blessings that you have bestowed on her and all of us. Yes. And we say that we believe in you, we trust in you, and you are our superhero.
3: Amen. Thank you. Thank Amen. you so much for that. Praise, thank praise God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>
10: Praise the Lord, brother.
3: Yeah, after this
0: one.
10: This is, yeah.
3: After that,
0: wait. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. go ahead. Go
12: ahead. Praise the Lord, brother. This is Mari Brito.
5: I just want to praise and thank God for giving me this family of Brisbane and you and Russell as brothers. Daily I
10: wait for the word of God from you. Otherwise, the word. Had no power, no effect on me,
5: but now each and every word is dwelling and alive and active in me.
3: Praise God.
5: I praise and thank God really for being alive, helping me and giving me
3: this family.
0: We are always with you, don't worry. We are a big family of Brisbane prayer group, each one supporting the other. So
3: thanks for this.
5: Love you all. For giving me that love through the word of God. Thank you. God
0: bless. Amen. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing of me and Russell. We are just ministers. We just work for him, including Shanin and Savio and Janela, who do the you know the other ministries. And every one of our prayer group, we are all equal. There is no difference between us. The power is within there. This the anointing is real. As right now, as I talk to you, the anointing is so powerful. I'm under a strong anointing. So I wish all of you were here. We could have an anointing session tonight, you know, to actually show the power of God, how powerful he is, how powerful the miracles are taking place. Every spoken word has power. So my only thing is, please be careful with the words you use. Do not speak that you are jobless. Do not speak that you have nothing. Do not speak lack, because there's an evil spirit of lack, okay, which always comes in when you speak it. So always say the Lord has blessed me with all the things that he wants to give me. Just like a testimony today with Krishna gave, Ephesians 3.20. Hold on to the scripture for people who want to speak. He has blessed me abundantly more than I can even imagine with the power that is working within me. So Ephesians 3.20. Uh, Russell, just put that scripture down. Ephesians 3.20. So people can write it. So we just write it down. Ephesians 3.20. Just take the scripture and confess the scripture. Do not ever confess lack, confess prosperity. I am blessed. I have power, power of the Lord within me. I can do all things through Christ who empowers me. I am the goodness of Christ in me. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall never lack. I always have plenty. I always have plenty to give others. So let's always start confessing these things in our lives. Okay? Praise God. Uh, yeah, please.
13: Hello Brisbane. Uh, good evening, Brisbane Prayer Group. Uh, this evening, why? This this evening, why I attended this uh, to this afternoon after work, it was um quite. Everything was sort of like very unorganized. It's not really my nature. To be like this but um, this is another side of uh, uh, the spirit of the Lord is always with me so I decided I'm not going to come and then it was just everything's just uh, within uh, no plan at all it's very erratic but I said okay then I'll just go there was a big uh, traffic and usually like that it makes me more unsettled and I said, "Will I make this uh, um, uh, session? You know, hope there's no accidents, and you know, hope I'll make it on time, etc." But then I was going there, and it was just like I okay, go. I started saying this. I confess boldly to myself, and I just started just speaking it and just sing hallelujah. And I was just all of a sudden this calm and focus. Just went over me, and I go, oh, geez, this is okay. And I just from over in Springwood until until here, I just saying hallelujah, hallelujah. And it just somehow the the traffic was start to pick up, and everything was start flow,ing and it was just so, it was so good. It just reminded me of the times when I used to have these um sessions when Brother Johnson was here. I, as soon as I walk into these grounds, you start to your spirit starts to liven up. And as I walk into this church and stuff like this, there's this uh, assurance and relaxing, you know, what are you worried about and stuff like this. So I just walk in and just like you're you're at home and I walk and sit down and then I'm just looking around and then all of a sudden Shemin singing there and I just look up and okay, then start singing. And then it just everything is just like there's nothing to worry about. You've you've got the spirit of the Lord and everything there behind you and stuff like that. And you just sing. And then all of a sudden this feeling of drunkenness comes over you and stuff like that. And it's just like when Brother Johnson was here talking. You can just feel the spirit. It's it's a little different when you're live here. It's uh you're on a high. All of a sudden your spirit is um like you're floating so if any one of you sort of like um just attend a a live session like this it's a little bit different um from at home it's just like i can so sort of like start floating around now it's just like my voice is sort of like i don't really talk public or whatever it's sort of like kind of very restricted but all of a sudden it's just another experience that i'm experiencing now it brings up your confidence and you just let you you just talk and you just yeah just this church and stuff like that it's it's like a yeah, uh, home it's just like everything's free you know it's like you're in heaven Closest Amen. thing in heaven like all the angels start intercede and you're just going right? you're at home you know what's your why what you're worried about God. so um it's good out here, and um, I thank the Lord for blessing me with his grace from all this time. And um, everywhere you go, there's going to be new experiences. There's going to be everything. Everything's, like, kind of beautiful and stuff. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for your grace, and thank you, all your Brisbane prayer group here. You're doing it. The, I'm so grateful about the knowledge and stuff of the Lord um, Russell shaneen it is tremendous and um there's no turning back you've got to be crazy to live the lord and that's it that's where i'm going after this that's my destiny heaven and that's why i'm going straight to that narrow door
3: amen praise
2: god you.
13: thank you
3: praise god for that. thank you jesus thank you lord praise you jesus
0: thank you for that one wonderful testimony brother there's a powerful anointing as we speak here because the lord has always been uh there in our live session it is so different and I, I i i mean the same anointing is with all of you so we have the holy spirit who is always with us and that's why the prayer group is called the holy spirit of brisbane prayer group so yes who else would like to testify even if Hello. you jesus it's great praise god yes Jovita, go ahead now
14: um, I'm sorry I was having technical issues before.
0: What?
14: I don't know whether I will be able to do this because I'm at work right now but I would definitely like to give my testimony and thank and praise God for all his blessings upon me. Wow. Uh, first of all I thank this for him, uh, thank him for bringing me to this group and uh, because I've learned a lot it's opened my mind, it's opened my eyes and it's uh, taken out the fear in me that I always had. i Vivek, um, uh, I think uh, uh, you, i would just go back to our last chat and I, I was having some issues at home. And by the grace of God, they're all resolved. Um, I had lost all hope in that, but I hadn't lost any hope in God. Amen. And I put all my faith in God and just, you know, drove my fear away and lived like uh, I prayers were already answered and they were. So all praise and glory be to God. And um, he's given me the strength to empower others um, to believe and practice the scriptures. I say that I confess holy daily with my family. Um, I've, uh, I get my daughters to practice it, my husband. And we read the daily readings you put up on the group. We actually say that before our rosary every day.
3: Wow, and, great. Uh,
14: it's, it's quite an achievement for me because I thought this battle I would never win. But God was on my side. And uh, yes, you're right. I uh, You have to build a hedge of protection around yourself and your family and um, uh, you know immerse yourself with the divine blood of Jesus. That's the only way he will get through because his name is powerful. And he is almighty. Thank you, um, Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Professor Vivek. Thank you, Shanine, too and everyone else in the group.
0: Praise God. All glory to our Lord Jesus. We work for him, and we all work for him. And we all have a ministry of bringing Christ to others. So that's our ministry. Thank you, sister, for that wonderful testimony. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ.
12: Amen. Uh, Brother Vivek, just want to say praise and thank you to our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Since the time the session has started today, I felt a real strong anointing from uh, the time Sister, Sister Shanin has started with the praise and worship. I yes. uh, just want to praise and thank God for making a way. Um, as you know, brother, I'm in Dubai and I had to send my son back home with mom. I just asked mom to check about the schooling there because he didn't go to school the entire 2020. But I didn't want him to miss out on another year. So I spoke to mom and I told her to just find out about the school She went there day before yesterday. Yesterday, she went even with Zane for his interview and they seek admission as well. So I just want to thank uh, God Almighty for my angels, for my destiny helpers who've helped. In two days' time, his schooling has has been sorted out. Like he's been put up in a good school. Um, They've already shared links and everything for his online studies as well. Uh, even though I had this feeling that, oh, he's missing out in a year because he would be back in senior KG and not first standard. But then thank you for, for the Holy Spirit in me to make me realize that because there's a change in syllabus from, from Dubai and back home and in, in Mumbai, um, he made me realize that there would be a lot that Zayn would have to cope because there there's Hindi and Marathi and OIE and Khar which he's not used to. So he would find it difficult to be in the first standard and cope up with that. So he's, though he's in senior KG, I'm happy that he is starting afresh and he's going to be having that foundation strong.
3: Um,
12: so I just want to thank God for making his way as possible. Um, it, it has come to manifestation where he will supply all my needs in accordance to his riches and glory. And again, he's made his word come true where his thoughts and his ways are higher and different than my thoughts and my ways. So I just want to give glory and thanks to God and my Holy Spirit for being there with me, consoling me, uh, revealing things to me now better than my own ways and my own thoughts. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Tanaka. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ and to him alone. Be the glory and honor.
2: Praise the Lord, brother.
3: Yeah. Jack, where are you?
2: Yeah, brother, uh, regarding this uh, scripture, Deuteronomy 28, 12, I want to give a testimony. Do not borrow, but you will lend. I want to give testimony about my job. In 2017, I lost my job, and that time my son has to go for his uh, further education in India. Uh, that time, then, that time we had a financially uh, a financial problem. Then for four months, I was without a job. Then, my other two boys were here. I had to pay the fee. I said, "God, I used to uh, confess this scripture. I will not borrow, but I will lend." Praise God. Same month, I got a job, and I got. I have. I got a, the, this month to pay the fees. That is a great testimony for me for this this promise. Praise God for that. Praise God. And also for that, brother, you know now. Four years now, my son has completed his engineering. He's coming back to us. He to join us for his uh, to for his job. I want to give and thank the Lord for all this blessings and favor. Praise thank God.
0: Thank you. God has blessed you, Jack. Remember to bring a blessing to others and share the word that you learn wherever you learn yes, brother. it. Other people. Do not keep it with you. Share Christ with others. That is your biggest blessing. Praise God. Amen.
3: Yeah, someone put up your hand. Yes. Anyone else would like to testify any more anyone would like to testify, please go ahead. yeah okay can we start
0: then if uh, no one is testifying uh, yeah anyone last testimony anyone like to thank the lord say thank you jesus for whatever he has done for you if the word has touched you anything thank you jesus just take the blessing i would say you do not know how powerful a spiritual blessing is it's so powerful i would it's like so- to say
10: i would like to say something yes, uh, sir. yes brother Jesus, brother vivek uh, i have to say that uh, though I'm new in understanding the scriptures, but I am understanding it, started understanding it. And I r- just read this somewhere that uh, it's 1 Peter 5. 7, it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Yes. So when I read this, I also understood that As you always tell us not to say anything which you don't want and say something which you want things to happen. So now I uh, try to substitute anything that comes in my mind with the word and I speak that out. This is what I have learned from you. So this substituting of the negative thought with speaking the word of God is so helpful that now uh, i have actually understood that it's all about the dark forces yes and it is 24 into 7 it is not even a second split that you can afford to let those dark forces overpower us yes so now that i have understood this i have made it as a ritual though i'm understanding bit by bit i have not understood everything about christianity however this truth I have understood that every word of God written in Bible is an antidote of the negative thought that will sneak inside us and not help us in any way. Now that I've understood this, every second of my life, I am saying some or the other scripture in my mind or loud aloud because that is the only solution I find. Now how I'll apply it? how things will happen in my life, how I will do the right things which I'm supposed to do, how I'll forgive. All those things I have understood will eventually happen. But first I have to apply what I have learned. Apply means saying the word. That is primary. And then things will start following. And I have understood this big time. And I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. And I love you, Jesus if i don't understand anything else i start speaking these three things yes and i helped my own maid with this this small thing she came wow. to my house yesterday she uh, believes in in jesus though she doesn't she's my maid but she she's a, i think she's a converting convert she's converted so so she asked me what to do she's feeling bad because she has gone some abortion or something I just said, can you just say these three things? Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. That much English you can say. She said, yes, I can speak this much. And she's consistently saying this till now. And she showed up today in the morning just to tell me that she's feeling better only by saying these words. And I told her not to leave these words even for a second. Because if she leaves these words and not speak even for a second, The negative thought will torment her, will not be let her in peace. So with her testimony, I've also understood it big time that I also come on the track now and understand the truth. That's all, brother.
0: Thank you. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Always remember the spoken word has a power, not your thoughts. You can't break a thought with a thought. You can only break a thought pattern with a spoken word. And that's Silpa's testimony, so it's such a powerful testimony. Uh, She's in the word now, and she's with us for a few months, in the Brisbane pay group, but her life has started changing. And I can see, uh, uh, you know, things are going to change so mightily. So the word of God is so powerful. So it's alive and active, Hebrews 4.12. Let this be our, you know, our heritage or, you know, inheritance that we get as a believer. So there's a power as a believer, and let's use it by speaking those words out of mouth. Now, one more thing, as I say, whenever you pray, whenever all of you who are listening to me, whenever you pray, remember to say my words that leave my mouth will always come back with the job that I've sent them to do, because that is God's spoken word. When, the, when Christ lives in you and his word leaves your mouth, you have no right to doubt it because it's not your word, it's God's word. So it will come back accomplishing the job that you gave it to do. And when you go and you're making a prayer for something, always remember to put, in, uh, put a vision out there and see yourself doing that thing. And we have prayed for so many people to get jobs. I mean, can ask, and so many people have you know jobs and so many things, testimonies after testimony. It only shows that when you speak the spoken word, there's so much of power and manifestation. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Anyone else or we go? You should start right now.
1: Praise you,
12: Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for every blessing
14: and every breath that, uh, that I'm taking and answering my heart's desire. And thank you, Jesus. Amen.
3: Amen.
0: Okay, let's start. Today is going to be a very powerful topic. It's, uh, it's the spirit of truth. Okay, we all know the Holy Spirit is the one who's doing all the blessings for us because Jesus and God, the father are there in heaven, but it's their spirit. It's the spirit of the father, the spirit of Jesus himself. That's within us who guides us, counsels us, tells us everything, teaches us, stands as an advocate and does everything for us. Everything. In fact, all the secrets are revealed to us. There are so many things you would learn when the word comes alive that you know everything. He's all powerful. In fact, the risen Christ, the very resurrection power is within us. The very creation power of God lives and dwells in us. So let's start our session for tonight. It's the spirit of truth. And uh, I pray that all of us are will pay full attention to this because the word of God is going to teach us a lot. And we're going to learn a lot about the spirit of truth and how the truth can save us and change our life. So... And and the word of God as we start. Let's let's start with the scripture
3: straight away. Take me to John chapter 14, verse 16 to 17. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 16 to 17. You'd love this. This is a very powerful thing.
0: When I learnt it myself, it was so much, it's so much of insight. That's why we should understand
3: how the spirit of truth will start revealing things to us. God is a God of truth.
9: Out of his fullness,
6: we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ.
9: Okay, uh, are you reading? Which are you reading? John 14. Yeah, 16 and 17. And I will ask the father
6: and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and
0: will be in you. You know the word in you, I want you to understand this, though apart from the teaching, he lives in us. Now for all of us who are going through tough times in life, let us understand that we have a partner with us, our own spouses, our own best friend, our own children, our own parents, our own world, or the people we call our very own may desert us. But the one who lives in you is the Holy Spirit, our partner for life. Can we say yes to him and say, You control me, you be my guide, you be everything to me, you teach me? He wants to be part of our life, everything, right from morning to evening, to 24-7, till eternity. Can we put a yes to the Holy Spirit? Can we put a yes to the Holy Spirit? And say, yes. I want to be, I want you to be part of me. Because imagine living this life, imagine living this life without the Holy Spirit. Is it possible? We do not know what is going to happen tomorrow with the amount of what we have seen in the last two years, COVID and so many people losing jobs, so many financial problems health issues relationship breakdowns and all the kind of things happening and you could see the mighty of mighties who had everything in the world they have come to their knees and still god has kept us alive and so we need the holy spirit do not think that we can do anything without the holy spirit today the word says he will be in you this is jesus speaking not me speaking It's jesus himself speaking the word and he says in you in means he is inside us is in our spirit, okay? So remember, God lives in our spirit, okay? The human spirit and God's spirit become one when when the human spirit dissolves into the Holy Spirit. As I shared, one of the best things that the Holy Spirit has taught me is that not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. That's why when I was writing the I Confess Boldly, when I was writing the scriptures down, this was what the Lord said. These are the scriptures I want the people to profess. And it is all him who told me this is what I want. We just obey. Okay, we just obey. Even Russell is here. Russell, don't we obey the Lord? We just do what he tells us. Okay, Shanin also is there. We just obey. He just speaks and we just do what he tells us, you know. So we just have to continue doing whatever he tells us. I want to share one thing with you. Once the Holy Spirit the advocate, the guide who's in us, he will tell us, you know, go this way, go this way, speak like this. You know, you don't have to do anything. He will just move you. But the only way to get there is the spirit of humility. If we are full of ourselves, remember the Holy Spirit is a gentleman God. He does not push us. But the moment we give him all the power, he is the creation power, the very power that created everything in this universe lives and dwells in each of us how great is that and you know he wants us to command and speak things because the word that you speak is an answered prayer so today you've seen testimonies are changing apart from just praising the preacher it's gone to praising God because he is the one alone who has the authority he's the one who's the word and his word alone reigns in our heart when we speak that word out That word has to be an answered prayer because that's what his word says. He can't lie on his word. So when Jesus promised his disciples that he would ask the father to send them a divine helper, he gave this helper a special name. And what was the special name? The spirit of truth. Okay, that's today's teaching. At the same time, however, he warned them that the world would not be able to receive this helper. Okay, why and what happens from this is, for this, the scripture supplies two reasons. First, from the time that men turned away from God in rebellion. Now, many people says, you know, I know all of us, I can see 56 participants here. I'm sure on YouTube, I don't know how many are there who are watching and how many will be watching. I will tell you one thing. The day you give your life to the Lord, you will be prosperous. You'll have plenty. You will never lack. Poverty would never come near our door. You will always have food on your table. Till the last day of your life, you'll have plenty to give others. As I shared, Jack was sharing this, that that is Deuteronomy 28.2. Can you open Deuteronomy 28.2? I pray that blessing on all of us today, right now who who are here. The words that we speak here, people don't realize that everything first happens in the spirit realm and then shows up in the physical realm. It does not happen the other way. Everything happens in the spirit realm first, and what God says, my words are spirit and they are life. Okay. Same with the problems that we have. We face a lot of, you know, evil things. It all happens in the spirit realm. The source and the root is always there because, and then it shows up in the physical realm. So be careful with the words. People don't realize this, but I want to show you when you command blessings over your family, you will only see blessings over your family. Did you get this right? Can you put an amen? because you speak blessings only blessings will come there's a power even in that amen because you just claim it and take it god's kingdom you just grab it and take it that's how the word is all these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the lord your god okay and this is what the lord says all the blessings so deuteronomy 28 2 and if you fulfill and obey the Lord, the Lord your God and carefully follow his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on the earth and these blessings will come on you. I think in one of the versions, is it New King James one? It says that blessings will chase you. Is it in King James? or Just take me to King James.
9: Sure.
3: Can you see the, the second verse there? Yeah. It says it will overtake you. And the blessing shall
0: come on you and overtake you. Okay, if you shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. It means when you listen to God's word. And you know, one thing I shared, we we have this word together. We are part of a prayer group. We have a big family where we are spiritually connected. I've not seen most of you, but many of us are connected to each other through spirit, through the Holy Spirit. The main thing is when the word of God becomes alive and active in you, When each, and like Jane said, exactly what Jane said today, every word of the Bible, every word of Bible is so rich. When every word becomes alive to you, that's when the Holy Spirit is all in you. And that can only come alive when there's no pride in you. Try being proud and praying, nothing will get in. Try being humble and saying, Lord, I know nothing. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God be in you and when in the our father we say let your kingdom come in me let your kingdom so god's kingdom dwells within us through his word so let the word of god be everything for us and that's why things start changing because we start professing what we want to see god only operates in faith and faith can only come when you stop listening to the devil's lies because he will put negative thoughts after negative thoughts after negative thoughts He only wants to divide and rule. He hates God's creation. So he'll only want to divide. And that's why we have to listen and hearken to God's word. Okay, so that's why I remember one thing, those who are opening the Bibles and listening to me, can someone, you know, my only prayer of my heart was, Lord, I will do whatever you say till my last breath. I will preach and preach the word of God, heal the sick, raise the dead, and do whatever you tell me, because that's your power that's working within me. But if God, if someone opens that word and Jesus Christ has come alive to you. Now, if you put this amen, you have joined this prayer group. And after the teachings, the word of God has come alive to you. And today you cannot live without God's word. Put an amen. I pray a blessing upon your family. A blessing upon your family. And my word that leaves me today right now is a blessing upon you and our family. Whoever meets you, will only say that i'm blessed you will never lack in life always have plenty all of us who are listening will have plenty that is what the lord says blessings will overtake us remember to be in god's word because the spirit the only way to feed the spirit the human spirit is god's word so that is why the word of god is spirit and truth. amen so let's go ahead now and as i shared with you there are two reasons why the lord says You know, he warned that the world will not be able to receive the Holy Spirit. First one is rebellion. Rebellion is where people are against God. We rebel going to church when the Holy Spirit is not, including me. Okay, When we say the rosary at times, you know, you're so sleepy and you're drowning and you're just waiting when the last decade will come and when it'll get over. Just hoping that it'll get over. You're so sleepy suddenly. Some people who open the Bible feel sleep like they never slept before. I know Savio once was telling me that. Uh, you know, people, including me at times, just to, you know, as to get distracted, never sleepy, but distracted, always doing something else, always something else would come up because Satan hated me to open the word of God. But the day I opened the word of God and said, today onwards, the word is everything for me that turned and blessed my life. Okay. I shared another scripture today. I was just praying. And again, the Lord gave me that scripture, you know, the book of Haggai chapter two, verse 19. And he says, from this day onwards, I'm going to bless you. Can you take that scripture? Can we bless everyone with that scripture again tonight? Uh, And I I pray this blessing over all of us, okay? I don't want it just to keep it here. I want everyone to have it. God's blessing,
3: this blessing, it's not little. It's plenty. Come here. Louder.
0: Okay, praise God. The book of Haggai, chapter 2, verse 19, was the scripture that God gave me last week. And again today, he gave me the same scripture.
3: And the last one as well, yeah. Is
6: there yet any seed left in the barn? Until now, the wine and the fig tree, the pomegranate and the olive tree have not borne fruit. From
0: this day on, I will bless you. Can you just hold on to that scripture when the Lord is saying, I'm speaking it, it's God using me to speak this right straight to you and receive it and say from this day on, I'm blessed forever. God is blessing me, not me, God is blessing me. When he blesses me, even the things that are bad for me will turn for my good. Even the situation that I'm in, which people say impossible for you to come out, will turn around and you'll see a way when there is no way. That is God's blessing. Because he, he is God. And let God be God. And let's receive it. Because things will happen in your life. Where you only glorify and thank God. The first thing in your life should be thank you Jesus. First thing is that name. That has saved us is Jesus. Without Jesus we didn't have the father. Because he is the way to the father. Without Jesus we don't have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So it's so powerful. That name Jesus. Leaving your mouth is power. Coming out. And when Jesus leaves your mouth. There is a lot of manifestation. There's there's trembling happening in heaven, on earth, and under under the earth in hell. Demons run away at the name Jesus. Just take that name Jesus. Even you take that name Jesus, there is so much of power. So much of power. Amen. So the first thing is rebellion. They are unwilling um, to accept God. And the second one is that they were unwilling to accept the truth which exposes their unrighteousness or unrighteous deeds. Therefore, they suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Now, you take me to Romans 1.18. That's our second scripture. This is how you suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Now, this is going to open up a lot of things within our lives as well. Remember, many of us in the word have a lot of secret sins in our life which we don't like to expose. So, remember the Lord here wants everything to be opened up and closed because you can't have the devil sitting in one area of your life and have God in the other areas. Everything has to be made open, transparent and God wants us to repent. And once we are repented, that sin is forgiven. Yep.
6: The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness
0: so when you're wicked you don't want to keep the truth you always want to do something sly okay and keep everything hidden but we do not know you know psalm 139 says even before a thought comes upon you the lord knows it and the psalmist there says, where can I run from your presence? If I go to the north, you're there. South, you're there. East, you're there. West, if I go to the pit, right down, you're there. You know, sometimes I even say this prayer, God, you are greater than my deepest sin. Even below that, you're gone. Because Jesus went to that extent of picking up all the sin on the cross, that from there also He can raise me up. So do not worry. Wherever we are, let us not listen to the lies of, of the devil that says that you're finished. There's condemnation satan the definition of satan means accuser he's the one who creates us to fall in sin and then he accuses in front of the father today russell had that same teaching you know in the morning and today that same word is is alive and active because that itself is is so powerful because if you understand that truth that even if you are accused when you come out and say lord and take his name jesus was taken even that sin on the cross Though we have fallen in that sin, God has taken that sin. All we do is make ourselves righteous. Righteous means standing in, have a right standing with God, just taking the name Jesus. Because Jesus has taken away that sin on the cross. So the truth is, if we come in and say, I'm sorry, things just start changing. Many times people don't get answered prayer because there is something blocking them. Today, this teaching will open up some area of your life where there's a hidden truth which is within and we have to introspect, you alone know that truth, bring it in front of the Lord, go for a good confession, and let that get exposed, let the Lord forgive us for everything. And once that is there, we are out, and once it's cleansed, it's cleansed forever, okay? There's no more, uh, the devil can't come back and say, that is a sin. God says, I have to remember your sins no more, amen. So second, as we said, rebellion against God has exposed humanity to the domination of God of this age, Satan, who deceives the whole world. Now, one thing very important Satan works on a tactic called deception. Deception is his tactic, and he always uses this in a very way, big way. So, the way you could see right from the start with Eve, he says, Did Jesus, did God really say that? He meant when he was tempting Jesus, he said, Are you the son of, if you are the son of God? See, the, the one is Jesus being son of God and being God himself. If you see, is God in the flesh. He could have said, who are you? But he just used the word and fought him back. And he ran away. The same with us. Let us not fall like Eve and say, oh, what what do you mean? And just go into and seeing that fruit. Many of us, as I shared, the sin of seeing is very, it gives you that image inside us and that causes us to sin. So let's go to scripture again. Uh, Can you take me to Revelations 12, 9?
9: The great
6: dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He
0: was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. You could see the great dragon was hurled down the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray, that who deceives the whole world. He was hurled down to the earth and his angels with him. So we know that one third of the angels along with Satan have been thrown out of heaven and that's why they're here to ensure that he deceives us. Now, deception is the primary weapon that Satan relies on to keep humanity under his control. Okay. Once his ability to deceive is stripped away, Satan has nothing to offer anyone except a place with him in the lake of eternal fire. He has nothing to offer because he's going to be under judgment. And it's very clear. They are not under grace, not under any kind of mercy. But here you will understand one thing. They'll be straight under the eternal, the lake of eternal fire. So remember one thing. Tonight, what we are trying to say is why the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He does not want us to fall into the lies or the traps of the devil okay and that's why the word of god comes in and that's why it's so important for us to understand this and let the holy spirit lead us okay now that's that's what we get to understand so deception is his biggest ploy and he'll deceive us with lies in our mind now over many centuries we know human philosophy has never been able to produce a satisfactory definition of the word truth okay on the other hand the word on the bible says And this is what we need to understand the three coordinates of truth, which we are going to understand now. What does Jesus say when he says truth? He says, I am the truth. Okay. Can you take me to scripture so that we know the word as it is in scripture? Okay. These are three important things that we are going to learn today in this teaching. The first one is I am the truth. Okay. Uh, Take me to John 14, six. So this, this is important. Someone making notes. Can you please put it up there?
6: Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life.
0: No one comes to the father except through me. So Jesus clearly says he is the way, he is the truth. So he says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Okay. So Jesus clearly says, I am the truth. Okay. So we hold on to the first part. Okay. As we said, the Bible gives us a threefold answer of the truth. Jesus says I am the truth. The second one is in praying to God the Father, he said your word is truth. Okay, let's go to that scripture. John 17 verse 17. The word of God is truth. John 17 verse 17. You are going very deep into this teaching. It's going to change us, okay? Praise God.
6: Sanctify them by the truth.
0: Your word is truth. You remember we learned this word sanctify. Does someone remember? What's the meaning of sanct? Saint. And saint means what? A saint is pure. Pure pure. or holy, right? Holy. So, when you say sanctify them by the truth, your word is holy. What happens? God's holiness dwells in us the moment the word of God comes in us. Are you getting this? Yes. Put an amen to it because it's important as we realize that God's word is sanctifying us, means cleansing us, and is making us holy. God's holiness dwells in us. You know why people who drink alcohol, people who go into all kinds of evil, when the word comes inside them, things change why because god's holiness that very seed comes in us and the, the as i shared with you you know that seed which is incorruptible will only bring an incorruptible fruit and you cannot do the same sin when god's holiness is there try doing it it can't happen so that's so important so the second part is your word is truth then third john tells us the holy spirit is the truth Okay, let's go to 1 John 5 verse 6, the Holy Spirit is the truth, or the Holy Spirit is truth,
3: 1 John 5 verse 6.
9: This is
6: the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit who
0: testifies because the spirit is the truth. Okay, did we get all the three realms? So, in the spiritual realm, therefore, there are three coordinates. This is very, very important for us to understand. How do we come to the truth? Okay, in the spiritual realm, there are three coordinates of truth. Jesus is the truth, the, the word, that's the scripture, and the Holy Spirit. When these three are in agreement, we know that we have arrived at truth, absolute truth. Okay, again, I say in the spiritual realm, there are three coordinates of truth, Jesus, the scripture, and the Holy Spirit. When these three are in agreement, we know that we have arrived at truth because that is the absolute truth. It's important, however, we check all the three coordinates before we arrive at the conclusion, because there are three questions we must ask anyone and ask concerning any spiritual issue. Does it represent Jesus as he truly is? Whenever you're dealing with anything in life, and if you want to know whether this is the truth, First thing is, does it represent Jesus as he truly is? Is it in harmony with the scripture or with God's word? And does the Holy Spirit bear witness or bear his witness to this, this word that is spoken? So we have we have also seen back in the past, in our own in church, you know, back in the days, in the historical days, there have been a lot of errors and deceptions that have taken place. It if it had all checked these three coordinates of truth, it is not enough. That a teacher paints an appalling picture of Jesus as a perfect moral example, or you know, a preacher or a pastor or any kind of holy person batters his congregation with a barrage of scripture. They say, "Hey, it's a piece of scripture, that scripture is the truth within us. Is the word really alive to me? Is that word that I speak God's spoken word? When that word leaves my mouth." Can I have a right to question what I have sent it to to do? Who am I to speak? Am I, even Mother Mary says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Can we be humble enough to say that and say, Lord, when I'm speaking your word from my mouth, whatever goes from my mouth is an answered prayer. Amen. There is no more questioning after that. How it's going to happen. The devil would put a thought and say it can't happen. That is the spirit. It's an evil spirit of disbelief. There's an evil spirit called the spirit of disbelief. You have to command that spirit out in the name of Jesus. And speak that word with confidence. Because in the spirit realm, it's all about commanding. You command. You don't say, Jesus never said, devil, please come out. He says, out. So when Jesus, so what we say out in the name of Jesus, because we are using his authority. Do you know the disciples asked Jesus, and we all know this, you know, there are many people using your name and commanding evil spirits and they leave. They're just using your name. And they says, anyone who's for us is not against us. Let them do it. In fact, the disciples stopped them. They said, no, no, you can't do it. But Jesus says, anyone using my name can command and see miracles in their life. So we are believers. Let's do it. So one thing is important just because you see a supernatural experience does not mean that things have changed and you know the word of god has come in truth has to be within us okay we cannot come to any situation in life and think that we are arrived at truth the truth can only come if the word is within us jesus is in us and the holy spirit you know is the truth and he stands to bear witness for the word So in this threefold presentation of truth, the distincting function of the Holy Spirit is to bear witness. If the Spirit, it is the Spirit who bears witness. And that's what we learned here. So the Holy Spirit bears witness to Jesus as the eternal Son of God, who shed his blood on the cross as the all-sufficient sacrifice for us. Now that is very clear. It is the Holy Spirit who teaches us about the cross. You know, and in the words of a learned man, he says, the Spirit answers to the blood and tells me I am born of God. The Holy Spirit also bears witness to the truth and the authority of scripture. As Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, for our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance. Take that scripture, actually. Uh, It's 1 Thessalonians 1,
3: verse 5. Can you take me there? 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 5. Because
6: our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake.
0: Yes. So so what we understand from here is that it comes with deep conviction. So when you are with deep conviction inside your spirit, when you speak a word of God, you know, it's not from you. It's the Holy Spirit speaking it out through you. And that's why when people look at you, they know that the glory of God reigns in you. When you give everything to the Lord and when you stand up and worship, okay, people who have been worshiping God, you can see the glory of God inside you. People who look at you, see you shining like the, like the sun. You see this, this, you become white. Because the Lord's radiance always comes in us when we empty ourselves and allow him to come in. It's so beautiful. We'll do a teaching on that as well and share how God, you know, how we wait upon the Lord because that's again a very beautiful teaching. <clears throat> as we learn this, now we have to understand one thing: you cannot lie to the Holy Spirit. We have seen this in the in in the in the book of Acts. So we have learned in Anani, Ananias and Sapphira, okay, Ananias and Sapphira, okay. There's no there'll be no compromise between the Holy Spirit, who's a spirit of truth, and Satan, who's a liar and the father of lies. Okay, this was demonstrated in the early church. People who have read the book of Acts would know that when Ananias and Sapphira lied about the money that they offered to the church. They claimed that they had bought the full price of property and that they had sold, whereas in fact, they had kept a a part of it. Okay. And what happens when Peter speaks to them? However, the spirit of truth in Peter was not deceived. He charged Ananias with lying, not merely to men, but to the Holy Spirit himself, the one who is the very spirit of truth. Okay? But Peter said to Take me to Acts, actually, chapter 5, verse 3 to 5. If you read the book of Acts, I want to share with you, this is an important scripture. Never lie to the Holy Spirit. Because the sin against the Holy Spirit is never forgiven. So it's very important for us to understand that we should never lie to him. And if the truth is within us, it has to come out. So if he shares the truth within us, let that truth
3: prevail in us. Yes, take me there.
6: Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And great fear seized all who heard what had
0: happened. Now, see, one thing is very clear. Here it was, how did Peter know about it? The spirit of truth reveals. Many times when you're sitting in a counseling session, okay, now God has God has given many of us all there are gifts of the word of knowledge, whenever you know. Sometimes a counselor would tell you things that only you know. Okay. Look at David, King David, he hid himself. That he actually had, you know, have done, committed adultery. and it was Prophet Nathan who came in and and asked David about it. Till then, nobody knew about it. He was externally praying, doing his job, doing everything, but then he broke down and repented, and God, you know, brought him back. Uh, you read Psalm fifty-one; it's a very, very strong prayer, especially for people who have gone into any kind of sin which is, you know, a hidden sin or some kind of sin that is, you know, you have kept it away from the Lord and nobody knows about it. I would pray today that we open up to the Lord and make it clear. Because Ananias and Sapphira, they did the same thing. And the Lord revealed it to Peter. And Peter spoke and Ananias prayed with his life. Okay, same happened to his wife. Three hours later, came in and repeated the same lie. Like a husband, she paid for it again with, the life, with her life. So the thing here is rightly defined the sin of which Ananias and Sapphira were guilty was hypocrisy. Now religious pretense. This is what we do. Many of us try to be religious. Religious is something that we show externally. We are holy. Externally, we are everything. But within us, there's total moral corruption inside. You are not the same what you look outside, what you are inside. And this is what God hates. He hates hypocrites and he will never bless them. And that's what I'm going to share today. This is why it is important to understand this teaching today. Because some of us think that we are outside. I'm standing, praying, doing everything, paying my tithes, doing everything. And everyone in the world knows that I'm a holy person doing all the right things. But inside me, there is all evil. How can you be blessed? That's a hypocrisy. Okay. So they were pretending to be more generous and more committed to the Lord than they really were. Jesus reserves his strongest words of condemnation for the sin in the religious leaders of his day. Seven times in Matthew 23, if you hear that, he says, woe to you, you hypocrites. Now, what is hypocrisy? Let's understand this and why God never blesses people who get into this. Okay. Our English words hypocrite, hypocrisy are directly derived from the Greek word hypocrites. It's H-U-P-O-K-R-I-T-E-S, which means actor. This is a sense of hypocrisy, putting on a religious act. Probably no sin is more common among religious people than hypocrisy. In fact, some form of religion also demanded that you act like that. Okay? When people enter a religious building, their whole demeanor changes. They are no longer natural, free, and open. They appear to be gripped by some kind of invisible cramp. They feel required to put on a religious mask. Now, including me, I'm not here saying that I also have changed. Today, the word of God is inside me. It opens me. I cry a lot when I make a mistake. I, I I come to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm a proud man. I have full of ego. I Because without humility, you cannot get the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You cannot. And without the humility, without us becoming empty, Christ cannot fill us. I gave you one line last time. I said, Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. If you just say this one line all the time in your prayer, you just Just telling God, take everything of me and give me all of you. And just doing that exchange, that divine exchange all the time. And if you keep praying it when you're working, doing it, you just see the powerful anointing that is inside you because Jesus has taken over. And there's so much of it's so beautiful. It's it's very beautiful. And that's something that will really work for all of us. Okay. I just want to share this with you. Now, when the preacher condemns certain sins, such people respond with a dutiful Amen. Everyone puts an amen. You know, the word amen is that I believe, I claim it, and I receive it. When you really believe it, you should put it up there only when you believe. Because God gives us whatever we ask for and where we believe. Some people, when I'm praying, okay, I'm just saying, and I'm praying for a healing of someone, and someone else claims it, he also gets healed. Because it's, it's the same healing that is going by. If someone is getting healed of a headache, someone else has a headache, claims it, they also get healed. So it's as simple as that because it's your faith that gets you the answered prayer. So God knows you by our faith. He never says, your prayer has saved you. Never has he said, your prayer has saved you. He says, your faith has saved you. So it's us. Our faith is an entry point in the spirit realm. If you have no faith, God doesn't know you. It's as simple as that. Hebrews 11:6 6 says, you need to have faith and know that God really exists. Without faith, you cannot even make a prayer because what are you going to pray? Faith is a substance. Now is, an, is a present moment. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. So if you do not believe that you have already received, how can you make the prayer? So we in the Brisbane Prayer Group make this prayer all the time saying, whenever you pray, believe you have received and shall be yours. Speak what you want to see, not what you see. And always speak the word of God because that is what will make the things change in your life. Things that are, you know, even the impossible things will come to pass. So it's very important that we realize that without God's word, we can do nothing. So, yeah, so let's
3: go to, uh, let's understand this. Now, one thing is very clear. If they pray out
0: loud, especially people who who use, including me, I was a part of this till God's word touched me. Pray loudly in the church and use a special tone of voice and a special vocabulary. They don't stop to consider how a human father would feel if his child were to address him with such artificial language or to put on an unnatural form just to impress him. God knows us even before we ask for something. He already knows what we ask for. So the the word is very clear. This was in uh, the God of the Bible had no time for hypocrites and he has no time for them. This comes out very clearly in the story of Job. If anybody has read the book of Job, it's a real good book to really read in God's word. It really is, it's, it teaches us what humility is all about. Job had three friends who poured out uh, a torrent of religious platitudes, and they said, in effect, God always blesses the righteous. Uh, they never suffer unjustly. On the other hand, God always judges the wicked. They shall never prosper. Yet the fact of history uh, demonstrates that this is not true. It is just a religious talk, okay? If you look on the other hand, Job was completely frank. He says in his effect, God is not treating me fairly. When he goes through his challenges, they are the worst that he went through. I have done nothing to deserve all this. But even if he kills me, I will still trust him. He never takes his trust away from God. But he stands up and says, I'm committed to him.
3: Now, in Job 42, verse 7, take me to that scripture.
9: After the Lord
6: had said these things to Job, he said to Eliphaz the Temanite, I am angry with you and your two friends because you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant Job has.
3: So here it clearly says my wrath is
0: aroused against you and your two friends for you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. We need to ask ourselves how does this kind of religious behavior differ from the sin of Ananias and Sapphira which cost them their lives. Now many of us why this teaching is important today and people don't realize why it's important because the truth alone can set us free. That's what John 8.32 says. If we are hiding things within us and not trying to be clear with us okay and coming and showing the world that we are one type of person and we all wear a mask being who we are within okay and the lord says it is not what goes in that causes us but what comes out from within so why it's important that we keep our heart connected to god's word at all times is because if you do not do that then the devil will take advantage of us he'll take us away from the word he does not want us to even listen to this teaching because he knows if this truth comes inside and you go crying on your knees as I go to teach the moment of truth in very King David's life. And things will change because once we cry and we are humble to the Lord, you think God will not bless us. He will give us everything. There is nothing you will lack in life. Let us only understand one thing. All we need is God. He's the one who is the provider. We all think that we have got our job because of our qualification, because of our degrees. We are rich because of the hard work we have done. We have all the property and the wealth of the world. What is it when you're dead in that coffin? Can you do anything? If you look at a dead body and you see and you just don't know what you say. You can't even pray. You can do nothing. Why that pride within us? Where will it take us? My point is when you get up in the morning, the first thing is, Jesus, thank you. I am alive today. I can make this prayer. Jesus, I thank you. We are listening to God's word today. It is your grace alone that has kept me alive to listen to your word today. I could have been dead in that grave. But today you kept me alive so that I could preach your word and stand here to testify the truth. And I can listen to the truth. And Lord, everything you do in life why do people who have thanksgiving in their life never suffer because you can beat the devil cannot beat you when you operate in love i'll say this hundred times when you operate in love even if somebody hurts you you say i'll bless you i bless you let good happen in your life because you know you are spirit and your main destination is not here but in the next that is with god then why to worry about this life whether you get something why to stress something better is in store. God has always have a plan for me. I will keep trusting him and better things are in store. I keep speaking what I want to see and greater things come in my life, which I even don't dream of. He always sends it to me. My point here is, when we stand for Christ, let us be truly open to him. Let him know everything. Who is a person who knows everything about my life other than the Holy Spirit, who knows within me what I have done and he keeps on testifying us. Telling us about what we do. Now, many times people say, Brother, can you pray for me or pray for my spouse or pray for someone who's got into alcohol, who's gone into pornography, who's gone into drug addiction, who's got into bad habits? Now, many people don't realize we are praying for a spirit of alcohol to get out of the person, but the root problem is not alcohol. Deep down there, when the person was young, there was an abuse. It could be by his own parents, by his own people, or there's some hatred, some bitterness. And because of the unforgiveness, because of bitterness, there is an escape that the person wants. He wants to escape through alcohol, escape through pornography, escape to doing something, through drugs. But the problem is not the drugs. The problem is something else. There's a lack of love somewhere. And that's when the Holy Spirit comes in and tells you exactly at that point of time, When you bring it up to the Lord, at that point of time, there is complete healing. Both the alcohol is set free and the person is totally set free from that bondage. This is called a stronghold where the lives of the devil is there in that area. He does not want to leave. And that's why you need to know the spirit of truth. Let us be open to the spirit of truth. Even if there's an evil thought, Lord, this is what I'm thinking. Let us be transparent to the Lord. Let there be nothing hidden inside me. Let him know everything about me. He knows everything, but he wants me to reveal it and say, I'm sorry. Let's understand this from King David. This has really touched me a lot also. And okay, the moment of truth here, at a certain point in his own career, King David was guilty of two terrible sins. The first, he committed an adultery with Bathsheba. Okay, we know this. The wife of his neighbor, Uriah. Then to cover up his sins, he procured the murder of Uriah. They couldn't mean something worse. Imagine King David God has a covenant with King David, and this is the kind of sin that he committed: adultery and murder. These are supposed to be the worst sins that a person commits. This is God's chosen person himself doing it. Apparently, David got away with all of this. And we, and now when I'm talking about David, it's our own lives. We have to introspect. He still went through his regular forms of worship. He went to and worshiped. He still carried out his duties as a king. He still lived in the royal palace. Outwardly, nothing had changed until God's messenger, the prophet Nathan, comes, confronted David with his sin. At that moment, David, eternal destiny hung in balance. And by the grace of God, David made the right response. He offered no excuses, made no attempt to cover up. He confessed and acknowledged, I have sinned. Can we truly tell the Lord, I have sinned? no excuses lord but it was not me it was that person i never did it he did it to me because of him david didn't say anything he didn't say he said i have sinned can we be courageous to stand up and tell the lord i have sinned god knows it okay take me to 2 samuel chapter 12 okay this can be actually read because it's a long okay just just, just write it down Two samuel Can someone who's taking notes write it down? Second book of Samuel, chapter 12, 1 to 15. And this is important for us to reflect on David. But we can't read it. It's it's a long thing. Okay, this is how David's... uh, You and I can relate to David. I'm using the word David, but it's our own lives. Okay? 2 Samuel, chapter 12, verse 1 to 15. Uh, so you don't read it because for lack of time let people actually go and do it because this is an this is an exercise with our own selves that we do and try to see ourselves in david the only thing i want to share in this is what that whole thing is i have sinned and that's how david comes out of it another great psalm i would recommend is psalm 51 Psalm 51 is a real great sign. psalm. Anytime, we all fall short, okay? None of us, including me, okay? I'm not a righteous man, I'm a sinner. The day I say I'm righteous, do not come to listen to me because we all sin and fall short of the grace of God. So Psalm 51 is a very, very good psalm to come back to the Lord, okay? Uh, take me to this Psalm 51 again, is again a reflection psalm, just as you do some uh, with this, you know, 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 1 to 15. You will see your own self when you do this reflection. And you make your own cry and your own petition to the Lord. Okay? What we here want to do is bring your life closer to the Lord. Let him know everything. Let not a single thing. Jesus, you know, this is what I'm doing. Holy Spirit, this is my move. And he says, no, this is wrong. Don't do it. Okay, I won't do it. And then you realize, oh, good, I never did it. Many times people have shared with me, they listen to the Holy Spirit and tragedies, including they would have died. Had they to have done what they wanted to do, but the Holy Spirit said not to do it. And they didn't do it and they were saved. Or they took another turn and they are saved. Or people, the Holy Spirit talks to us and tells us secrets. Now, how many of us want to listen to the Holy Spirit and listen to what he has to tell us? This can only come alive when God's word is within us. The only way to feed our spirit, the human spirit is with God's word. There is no other way. You may say, I pray the whole day. I fast the whole day. Without God's word, nothing will change. Because only the word of God will get your faith up. Because when you have no faith, what will you say? I know God is going to listen to me. I know God is going to be heal me. And you'll say, yeah, I know I'm jobless, but I know, but God is definitely going to be. You know, everyone, I'm jobless. I am jobless. I am. Speak a curse over your life and receive what you have spoken. Because that is what you have spoken. You get what you speak. When I lost my job, Recently, somebody asked me, you've lost your job. I said, Yeah, I already got a job. You say, When? I said, God has already provided. It's already on his way. I already claimed it and I received it. Two offer letters. I had to choose one from the two. Both of them I not applied for. And we prayed even for Russell's brother. I'm sure you're listening here, Ryan. He also had the same thing. One and a half year. Russell, how long? One and a half year. He had no job. We I made a prayer along with Ryan and I shared with Ryan, change your words. If he's listening to me, I'm sure he remembers this. Change your words. You're not going to say, I am jobless. You're going to say, I already got the job because we have already spoken. God, when we speak God's word, we already seen it. One and a half year, you know, two jobs came his way. He had to choose one of the two and both of them he never applied for. God provides when we speak his word. I just want to share this with you. Please remember one thing. Faith does not come by just becoming holy. Faith comes only through God's word. If you speak the wrong words, you will get what you spoke. Today, in fact, God taught me this. Proverbs 18, 21, he just was telling, me, do not speak the wrong words. Otherwise, that exactly will come unto pass. Okay, so moments of truth, we'll understand. Take me just to two scriptures, two verses of Psalm 51. Please, Psalm 51 is something that we sit and do together, okay? That is something that you sit in your prayer time and work this out with the Lord. Beautiful psalm really underline every word of it and make this cry. This is a total prayer actually by itself. Psalm 51. This is how David cried out. Uh, take me to two verses.
3: Verse 5 and verse 6. Read verse 5. We'll understand it. Verse 6 and then we understand it.
0: Surely I was sinful at
6: birth sinful from the time my mother
0: conceived me okay let's understand this behold i was brought forth in iniquity that's my word which saying and in sin my mother conceived me david had come face to face with something that the only the spirit of truth can reveal not just the sinful acts that he had committed but the awful evil power of inherited sinfulness that indwells every des- descendant of adam none of us come We are born in sin because that is that sin that has come down the generations. And it's very important for us to understand the first Adam's sin. The second Adam was Jesus who took away the sin of the world. When the word of God in your life comes alive, when the word of God becomes alive, you will see miracles all the time. Even if the devil plans to do bad for your life, God will turn that bad for good. It's happened to me in the worst situations of my life. God turned those very worst situations to blessings in my own life. And I know that's why I use Romans 8.28. It's my favorite scripture because I know God takes things and turns them around. So the devil would think bad for you, but I tell you something good will come in your life. I speak to Newton right now. If God, if the devil wants bad in your life, God will take that very thing that the devil wants to do against you and turn it for your good. Just hold on to God's word and do not ponder on what he is doing. Just speak. Say, I'm blessed. I have got mighty blessings from God. Everything is given to me. I have plenty. I have got everything I need in life. Start speaking God's providence and see the glory of God in your life. Okay. Psalms Romans 8, 28 has been my favorite scripture. When I went through that very trial in my life, no one was with me. No one, absolutely nobody. The very holy people that I went to, they laughed at me, but God didn't laugh at me. From what I was, God blessed me. And, And I would just share that God turned that situation to be a blessing in my life. And because of that situation, I got a chance to come to Australia. So I would just share God works wondrously when you trust him. And and wonderful things await all
3: of us who are listening to God's word today. Amen. Take me to verse 6 now. Yet you desired
6: faithfulness even in the womb.
0: You taught me wisdom In that secret place. Okay. Even after his sin, David had continued to go through the outward forms of behavior appropriate to his role as a king. Remember king, he was one of the biggest and most prosperous kings during his time, King David of Israel. But now there was a vast gap between his outward behavior and inward condition of his heart. This is always with all of us. Outside is the mask, inside is the truth. Who we are is what we are within not what people see us and what people know us as, okay? He had become a hypocrite, an actor playing a part which no longer corresponded to what is in the heart. But this was only one remedy, honest, honest confession and wholehearted repentance. This is the only answer. And he said, I have sinned, period, full stop. He never said, because of this, because of that, he did it, I did it. I have sinned, take full authority, be fully responsible, I
3: have done it. I'm responsible. You know, God doesn't want to punish us. But can we stand up and say, I have sinned. I say it first. I have sinned.
0: Because we could sin in any way. Holiness is, of God is, you know, being right with God is only through Christ, not through my good works. If I'm standing here and preaching, or if I draw one hour to reach here, that doesn't mean anything to God. That doesn't mean anything. The outsiders will say, wow, he's doing so much. No. What am I? I'm nothing. Without Christ, I can do nothing. And that's that one verse actually touched me in John 15, 5. Every time I go through it, and it just comes to me all the time: without Jesus, I am nothing. And I want to share this with you as well. Hold on to that scripture. Without Jesus, I am nothing. And last time we learned one more scripture: because you live, I live. Many times you wonder, I said, Lord, because you live in me, I still live. And the live, the life that He's talking about, the life of fullness not the life of a, you know, physically alive, but spiritually dead, okay? So let's go from Palm Sunday to Good Friday. There's one truth that runs through the whole Bible. God will never compromise with sin, and that's period. That's a full stop. There's vividly uh, illustrated by two days in the life of Jesus Christ. One is Palm Sunday and Good Friday. If you look at it, on Palm Sunday, Jesus entered Jerusalem as a popular hero. Everybody, uh, you know, looked at Jesus and they said, hail, King of the Jews, and you know, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee, and they called him a hero. This is on Palm Sunday. The whole city was open to him. He could easily have set aside his bitter enemies, the religious leaders, and established himself as a king. That was the people, that is what people were longing for. Yet he chose another way. Five days later, he hung rejected, naked on a cruel cross. Why? Question, why? Because God will never compromise with sin. And the only way to deal with sin was the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Okay, somebody wants to hold on to scripture. There, it is Matthew chapter twenty-one verse eleven. That was the scripture I used. Okay, I'm just holding on to scripture. You can use it in your in your study, personal study. Please hold on to the scripture. Many Christians today are speaking and praying about revival. They often overlook the fact that there is one barrier to revival that can never be bypassed and it is sin. Until sin is dealt with, true revival can come and that will never come unless it has been dealt with within. And there's only one way to deal with sin. He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Can you hold on? This is again a very powerful scripture. Uh, Proverbs 28 verse 13. Can you just take me to that? Twenty eight was thirteen. Proverbs twenty eight was thirteen.
6: Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper but the one who confesses and renounces them finds
0: mercy now can some of you understand why prosperity doesn't come in people's life and why your prayer doesn't get answered many times you say no but i am. it's okay if you conceal something then you do not prosper but once you confess it and renounce it you find god's mercy and again prosperity comes more grace is a free gift which brother russell teaches every morning it's a free gift of god we are in the state of grace the day jesus died on the cross till his second coming we are in the state of grace grace means unmerited favor of god you are righteous because of jesus of what he did on the cross we enter the holy of holies which Shanin comes many times sings. we enter the holy of holies through the blood of the lamb okay and you just walk in to the father's house where If you read the Old Testament in Lamentations, you know, it was only the high priest and only once a year, and that also he was tied and he walked in. That was not the real Holy of Holies. He he had to walk in with the blood and the blood of bulls and the goats, and he has to walk in. And he had to just sanctify people's sin. That was externally, not internally. Here, if you read Hebrews 12, again, it's a very powerful chapter that has touched my life, the blood of the Lamb. I had a teaching on this okay, if somebody wants to go through that, the, the blood of the land, it's so powerful, because that is the only thing that Satan hates, the blood of the land, that's what destroyed him, Hebrews chapter 12, the whole thing, he walks in with his blood into the holy of holies, today we can walk in, he says, who are you, I've come through the name of Jesus, walk into the father, okay, I was having a fellowship the other day with the Lord, just yesterday, or day before yesterday, I was talking to the Lord, and I said, Abba, You know, it's beautiful to call Father, Father God, Abba, because he loves it. And I was talking to him and I was crying and crying and crying. I could feel his love. I could feel his presence. And I could feel that very reason why he died for me, uh, why he sent Jesus to die for me. And I said, Lord, is this such a beautiful thing. I don't have an earthly father. I lost my father. But I was just looking at, you know, feeling the love of Father God, that is Abba. Abba is father. And just talking to him, just speaking to him. And I could feel his presence and I felt that like, you know, I was just crying like a baby. And I felt so wonderful at the end of it. I felt so empty and I felt so satisfied. And this all came when I opened up and said, Father God, Abba, I come in your holy presence in the name of Jesus. And I shared everything that was going on in my life. And I felt wonderful. So let's let's remember to have a relationship. So what we say is, we are all actors, we all are wearing a mask, and including me, at time wearing a mask. We have to be internally cleansed of our sin. Now, many of us who call ourselves sin, there are certain sins that God hates, and they are called covered sins. And if this is in your life, you need to repent and ask the Lord for pardon. Psalm 51 is very good. Hold on to that psalm of repentance. Now, many Christians abuse a child physically emotionally sexually or a combination if this is you or you've done it or someone who had done it, this is god would hate it many times people have a broken marriage vow you're married to your partner but you're seeing someone else you're in affair with someone else you are breaking that vow of that marriage and that's an uh, that's called a covered sin which you are hiding you're acting as if everything is beautiful but you're in love with somebody else okay that's that's again called a covered sin unethically dealing with money. The money that you and I earn is given by God. We have to pay our tithes to God and also ensure that the money is used for the right purpose. Because it is His money, we are accountable. He blesses our finances. Remember that. All we have is because of God. So let us use His money for His purpose and His plan. Obviously, He has a plan for us. What am I trying to say is bursting it on things that are not required and just, you know, and just getting rid of it that is his money let us be caretakers of god's wealth okay addiction to pornography which is very very a grave sin many times i always listen to some preach some preachers who even said masturbation is good it's 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 a scientific thing scientific thing and in my life even a priest told me that, that don't worry it's normal till the holy spirit convicted me that this is a sin And then I realized 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Any sin in the body, any sin or sexual sin is the worst sin ever. You're sinning straight against the Holy Spirit. If there is a covered sin, you need to cover it up and get yourself cleansed. Psalm 51 and gluttony. People think that gluttony is not including me. At times I fall in, prey into this. Gluttony is over indulgence into any physical appetite. You eat like as if you're know you you're eating for the whole year and just eat and eat and eat. Our bodies are not meant to be used anyway. If gluttony, it's it's an evil spirit. It's not a normal spirit. Eating normally, you, help, you eat well, that's good. Gluttony are people who are excessive. They have excessive appetites. So, so God's remedy is twofold. First is confess and then forsake. It is it is seldom easy to confess our sins, yet there is no remedy, other remedy. We must confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, take me to that scripture, 1 John, chapter 1, verse 9. As we close, I hope this teaching has blessed you because we have just come out to truth. And this truth sometimes you know, hits us straight away, but that is the only thing that will
3: help us to come out of it.
9: If we
6: confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and
0: purify us from all unrighteousness. Is that here? So God has never committed himself to forgive sins that we are not willing to confess. So you have to confess your sins to get forgiven. So do not expect not to confess and be forgiven. So first it is confess and then forsake, okay? So we need to confess. But it's not just enough to confess, we need also to forsake them and not do the same thing. We must make a resolute determination not to continue to commit the sin that we have confessed. What's the use if you keep confessing and keep doing the same thing again and again? We must first follow the succinct advice that Daniel gave to King Nebuchadnezzar. Break off thy sins by righteousness. And this is, uh, take me to Daniel, just two more scriptures I've got. Daniel chapter 4, verse 27. Take me in King James Version. This teaching could have been confrontational to people, but if you really have been blessed by the teaching, please put an amen there. Because I tell you today, it's important. Some of us have not got prosperity because there are some sins lying in our life. Okay, I put an amen myself first, because I realize one thing. If I do not confess, prosperity is held back by God. The one who you know, confesses his sin would always be prosperous because God's mercy comes upon him. Okay, read please.
9: Wherefore, O King,
6: let my counsel be acceptable unto thee and break off thy sin by righteousness and thine iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, if it may be
0: a lengthening of thy tranquility. Okay, break off thy sins by righteousness. Now, righteousness and sin, between righteousness and sin, there is no middle ground. Okay, so there's no middle ground between righteousness and sin. All unrighteousness is sin. Now, we can only be in right standing with God through Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus became a sin offering on the cross. Let's go to the Father and say in the name of Jesus, I, I confess all these sins and I am righteous because of what Jesus did on the cross. I I promise not to commit them again. Let the Holy Spirit help us. Without the anointing, is difficult. One scripture that touched my life and really helped me is uh, you know, Isaiah 10, 27. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that breaks the burden. People who have got grave sins have changed because of the anointing. Um the last scripture before we finish is uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 17. All unrighteousness is sin. Whatever is not righteous is sinful. Can you take me to that scripture? 1 John chapter 5, verse 17. Hold on to that scripture as well, okay? Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. That really touched my life and that opened me up because the
3: Holy Spirit said, this is not right. This is not right. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus.
9: All unrighteousness is sin
6: and there is a sin not unto death.
3: Praise you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Yeah, Take me to Isaiah 10, 27. King James, please. So as we learned here, whatever is not righteous is sinful.
0: Okay, this is the scripture that actually changed my life. And this is really one of the best scriptures. That That's where the anointing
3: of the Holy Spirit is so powerful. So very powerful. And it shall come to
6: pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke
0: shall be destroyed because of the anointing you know the yoke in india we have the bullock carts and the yoke is on the cow you see on the bull basically and that yoke is always there so they can't move when you are in a secret sin or in an uncovered sin, you keep doing it all the time. You see people drinking all the time. They are destroying their own family and their own children. In front of them, they feel nothing. They feel it's normal. They just keep drinking and drinking as if nothing happened. Because the devil has, the first thing he does in John 10.10 is what he says, the thief comes to steal. He steals you of your joy. When you can't get real joy, you start drinking. So he, he drops you. First, he steals you. Of your joyous steel, then he kills you of your own conscience people just commit sin as if it's normal and the third one is he destroys your soul so unless the anointing of the holy spirit is let us pray for the anointing after this that the anointing comes and actually convicts us of sin that the holy spirit who lives in us as we started this teaching change our life for the better okay if you are faced with a difficult decision after this teaching what I would say is that if this, there are many questions in your life that you you have been accepting or have been confronted with in there is some area of disobedience. In my life, in all of us, this is always, remember, none of us are ideas, all of us are sinners, including me, okay? Open up to the spirit of truth. He's ready to, and willing to come to your help. Make a prayer and tell the Lord that I'm open to listening, okay? So as we close, let us say a prayer now. the Holy Spirit is telling me to pray a prayer uh, as we open up to the Holy Spirit of truth but I was trying to pray a prayer of deliverance but more than that I guess we'll just do a simple prayer of agreement now why this prayer of agreement is so powerful I just pray and we agree together for whatever we are praying that our prayers are answered only only condition of this agreement is that you need to give glory to God can we do that can we give glory to God for whatever He is? Because He's answering, not the preacher. Preacher has done nothing. There's no glory to the preacher. Please, we are just making a simple, straightforward prayer, and God is answering up there. Why don't I stretch out my hand, and you stretch out yours in faith, and we would pray Matthew 18, 19, and and let's let's. Can you open Matthew 18, 19, 20? See, we are going to pray a simple prayer. Okay, I make normally powerful prayers and all, but I want to share with you simple prayers of agreement with your own children, you'll see marvelous results in your life. God doesn't look at the words. He looks at the heart. I want to share this with you. Make these kind of simple prayers with your children. Involve them. Then later on, if they, suppose anytime you fall sick or go, and your own children will pray and say, let's pray for dad or mom. And you know, the children's prayer will always be heard. Inculcate this in them. This is a blessing. If this is what I could, the Brisbane prayer group can bring to you. Let, let us take it and apply it in our life. Let them learn to make prayers. If there's an issue with your spouse, he doesn't like praying, let's say, honey, let's hold hands together and make a simple prayer. Let's let's ask the Lord. He's the one who blessed us, who married us. Let's just pray together. And let his or her eyes open up and see, wow, this prayer was answered. And that's how the Lord will work. Use these simple prayers. Nobody will say no if you say, can we pray together? No, so no, 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 don't pray with me. I don't pray. You want to, you're praying for a job. Do you want me to, pray? can we pray for a job? You know when you're praying with your spouse that the prayer is already answered. You're not even bothered because you know God has already answered it. That's our faith and that comes only through God's word. But remember you're bringing your spouse into the kingdom and that's the best gift you can give your spouse and your children. So make these simple prayers and that's why it matters. Again, I say to you, Matthew 18, 19, that if two of you agree, shall agree on earth as touching anything, if the word is anything, remember that, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For when two or three are gathered to, together sorry, in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So, let's let's make a prayer. Heavenly Father, first I pray this teaching has touched people. Father God, we, we come into your holy presence to the name of Jesus. And we know, Lord, in Isaiah 10, 27, it is the anointing that breaks and destroys the yoke of the devil. There are many people today who may be in covered, uncovered sins, in sexual sins, or any kind of immoral sin, or any kind of gluttony, or any kind of, any kind of moral misuse of money who have not used your wealth properly, or any kind of dealing with pornography and trying—they are trying their best to come out of it, but they can't because the devil has got them hooked into it. God of mercy and compassion We come to us, come to you with our iniquity, with all that we have, with all all the pride and the ego that causes all the disruption in our relationships. We come to you and ask for your mercy, Lord, for all uncovered sins, we come to you. You know everything. There is nothing in us that is hidden, Lord. You know everything about us. Yes, your word says we need to confess our sins to be forgiven. That's what you say, Lord. If you do not confess, how can we get forgiven? So, Lord, right now, we confess to you all un- unconfessed sin. Right now, we bring it to you. Whether it's a sexual sin, whether it's an immoral sin, whether it's abuse of somebody, whether it's a child abuse or any kind of abuse, parental abuse, sibling abuse or friend abuse, I bring it up to you. Any kind of financial abuse, we have invested your money in, in something which was bad, including me. I bring it up to you, Lord, that you have mercy upon us and, and our prayer. We also ask you, Lord, to bless us with gluttony. Many of us who eat and eat and do not take care of our bodies, including me, Lord. I come to you, Lord, asking for your mercy and pardon. Let your anointing destroy that yoke of the devil that puts us into these kind sins, that we come out of it and be righteous. And Lord, as we confess, we ask the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come upon us, that we forsake these sins and do not commit them again. And Father, as I come into agreement with all the people who are praying with me here, with whatever is their heart's desire, Lord, today, right now, before we pray, I just want to ask you, do you believe that you have received? If you put an amen, your prayer is answered. You have no right to doubt it. That's the only condition. You have no right to doubt it because when we pray a prayer of agreement, it's an answered prayer. If you are praying a prayer of agreement for anyone or anything in the world, it's an answered prayer. You have no right to doubt it because you made the prayer with me and we are praying together in spirit that prayer is an answered prayer. You have to come and testify and glorify God. Would you put an amen to that?
3: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Okay, so all of you who are praying. Okay, we know last time when we made this prayer, we've seen mighty miracles take place. Someone got a visa, went back to work, who was stuck, some people got healed. Some people got some jobs. Someone got something. Uh, there is something that happened. Right now, we are making the prayer. You have received it, remember? And we have had it, okay? So, let's start our prayer and let's get into it. Heavenly Father, we come into your holy presence, the presence of Jesus. And Jesus is your precious son has given these very words. His words in Matthew 18:19 say, If two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask right now lord we place our petitions in front of you lord and we agree in one spirit i agree with my brothers and sisters who are praying with me right now that you have answered our prayer your word says it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven right now we bring forth our petitions Please bring forth all your petitions right now. Let's bring it up to the Lord. Can you speak it out to the Lord? Or just say it wherever you are. Your prayer is an answered prayer. I want you to know that so much of power when you come to Friday's prayer meeting, this power is from God, not from the preacher. It is all glory to Him. And I pray that every prayer that we make right now, every petition that is an answered prayer, pray for your spouse, pray for your health, pray for your children, Pray for your job and finances. Pray for relationships. Let's pray for every kind of relationships, every kind of healing in your family. If somebody is not sick or someone we are praying for is not sick, let's let's lift up the needs of the world. Also not forget that coronavirus should be out of this world. Let's not forget the poverty in the world. Let's bring our petitions to God. Can we all bring our petitions? Father God, I agree in one spirit that this prayer that we make, our petitions are answered prayers because we will testify and give glory to you. We thank you because we know, God, that you are a God of the impossible. Where people say it's impossible, that's where you start from because your thoughts are not our thoughts. Your ways are not our ways. That's what Isaiah 8, 9 says. It speaks of your ways and your thoughts. And we have learned today not to speak words that will influence our life, Because Isaiah 55 verse 10 says every seed sown will bring that result. So let us sow only seeds of faith and stop speaking words that are not God's kingdom words. Thank you, Lord. I also speak words at times which are not your kingdom words.
3: I ask for forgiveness. I ask for all forgiveness
0: of pride, of guilt, of anxiety, of all kinds of evil thoughts at times.
3: Lord, I pray that relationships
0: are mended and made whole. I pray for finances to be blessed. People to get jobs, who are are praying for jobs, that they receive their jobs. People who are having issues with paying their bills, Lord, provide enough to pay their rent, their mortgage, their bills, and all kinds of bills. Especially their students, their children's studies, and all kinds of studies, all kinds of bills. Praying for anyone if there is a problem in their spouse relationship with their marriage. Lord, we pray restoration right now. We bring all our needs, Lord, all restoration in all kinds of relationships between friends, between spouses, between parents and children, between
3: us and our children. And we ask for that restoration. We ask for all the needs of the world, Lord. We pray for the leaders of the world to take the right decisions. That you bless them with
0: your wisdom. That we have a world of peace. That peace prevail in our lives. I pray that peace is upon all the families of the Brisbane Prayer Group. I pray the hedge of protection of the blood of Jesus on the Brisbane Prayer Group and their families. Thank and praise you, Father. All your petitions, bring it up and thank the Lord. Remember to thank him for the answered prayer at the start itself. Thank you, Lord, for answering my prayer. Thank you, Lord, for my job. Thank you, Lord, for, my, for the healing. Thank you, Lord, for the deliverance. Thank you for paying my bills. Thank you. Who will provide? The Lord provides. That should be your answer. Who will pay your bills? The Lord will pay my bills. He will pay my bills. He will do everything for me. Let's work and operate in faith and start saying, brothers and sisters, that the God we serve is not an ordinary God. He doesn't expect us to talk little, little, like small sense. He's a God who's massive who has created everything. Let us believe that the one who has got everything in the heavenly realms has already answered our prayer and say thank you. You can only thank someone when you get something. We thank and praise you God for answering our prayer.
3: His word says,
0: whenever you pray, believe you have received, have the desire in your heart and you shall be answered. We pray in a special way for people who are stuck in a particular country to go back to their home. Lord, you'll make a way and open the door for that person or people who are stuck, especially with their visas, with their, with their passports, or if their passports are withheld. We also pray the workplace for people who are having problems in their jobs to get better jobs, Lord. Open up bigger doors for them, more prosperity in their life. People who are not having jobs, Lord, we see a job in everyone's life. We see finances blessed. Lord. We speak them in their life. People who have mental issues or people who are under depression, we pray that the spirit of anxiety has no power and place in the body of a believer. We cast it out in the name of Jesus. You spirit of depression, you have no power and place in people's lives. People having nightmares in the night, we command that spirit of nightmares to be out in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus will give you the best dreams when you sleep. Many people who are not sleeping in the night, we pray Jesus' name on their life because you have no power to say, I'm not sleeping. You say, I sleep like a baby because of Jesus. Even if not a single wing comes in, you say, Jesus, I sleep because
3: you take everything. 1 Peter 5.3 says, cast all your worries on Jesus, for he cares for you. Thank you, Lord. We cast all our burdens upon you. And Lord, as we pray right now, I release the anointing that is in me on all the people, right? And let the fire of the Holy Spirit, the fire
0: of the Holy Spirit come upon all the people who are listening to me. Let the the word that leaves my mouth, let the anointing of the Holy Spirit touch them right now. Let your fire fall upon them, Lord, right now. Let the anointing that breaks and destroys the yoke of the devil... That very anointing that gets us out of secret sin come upon them so that their lives are transformed and renewed and never the same. Always changed for the glory of God. Let your glory reign in them, O Lord. Let your glory reign in them, O Lord. Because your glory reigns supreme in our life, Lord. Let your light shine in our darkness, Lord. Let there be no darkness. Let the darkness be like light. Yes, Lord, even the night will be the day when you walk into our lives, Lord. Because we walk in the presence of the Most High God. Let our address, let our address be the the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Let that secret place be our address, Lord, under your wings, O Lord. Let us live there in your wings, under your protection, under the mantle of your protection, Lord. And that mantle is only your word, Lord. Let the people who have never opened the word of God never ever open, only come Friday after Friday to listen to the preaching and say, preacher has done a good job. Lord, I have done nothing, Lord. I can only bring people to the word of God. It is that word that has changed this man's life. Sinner that I was, you turned me, Lord, to be a blessing to the nation. I pray that people open the word because their life can never be the same again when the word of God is in their spirit. We thank and praise you, Lord, that the anointing is real. And flows as I speak to you, Lord. And mighty healings and deliverance is taking place right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever we ask in the name of Jesus is an answered prayer. And we know it's an answered prayer. And Father God, this prayer of agreement that we made in spirit, I thank you for all answering all the petitions that the people have made. You have I can see every petition, every petition as an answered prayer. As we thank and praise you, Lord. Let the people who are believers truly thank God for the answered prayer. Truly, truly, truly thank God for the answered prayer. People who are praying for jobs, I'm saying jobs in your name. In the name of Jesus, receive jobs. Praying for finances, I pray finances in your houses. you be blessed. Let the kingdom of heaven open up. Let, let the word in, in Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. The floodgates of heaven open and so much blessing come upon you and your household. And all of us that our hands cannot contain, that's what God's word says. Even the devil, in verse 11, it says, even the the evil one who tries to come and attack our crop or our finances or any of our things, even he can't touch us because the hedge of protection is the blood, the blood of the lamb, blood of Jesus upon us and upon all our finances and everything in the name of Jesus. We only pray and answer, pray and say, thank you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus. Because only through Jesus, only that name, only that name has got us everything. Not without anything. Because of Jesus, we have the Father. Because of accepting Jesus, we have his Spirit, the Holy Spirit. It's that name. And the Holy Spirit says that only that name, that name which heaven acknowledges is Jesus. Let us remember to take that name with so much In our heart, the day we put it out of our mouth, we should not take the name in vain because knowing that there's power in that name of Jesus.
3: Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus.
0: We thank you for these answered prayers and we thank you for all the people who have made their petitions. Lord, you told me to make this prayer a prayer of agreement, a simple prayer. We are praying straight from our heart, Lord, like children, coming to you, holding to you, knowing that, Lord, what we are asked, we have received. And we'll continue thanking you for answered prayer we will not beg from today we'll only thank you we'll only say thank you for the job thank you for healing our relationships thank you for the finances thank you for paying our bills thank you for healing the person we are praying for thank you for healing us of all kinds of ailments because by your stripes and wounds we're healed there is no more healing happening it only happened on the cross jesus is not healing anymore there was only one healing that took place and that was finished on the cross If we rest in that completed work of God and his finished work, we are healed and we are healed and made whole. It is only the confession of our mouth that will give us that faith. Say to the mountain, not speak, not praise say. So let us believe that when we say a word, the word has power. The word will change and renew our lives. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer and answering our prayer. And Lord, I also pray on behalf of all the people who have not who do not go out bringing people or saving souls, bring that hunger in their heart to bring Christ to others. When we have this prayer meeting on the Friday, let them go out and shamelessly go and tell people to come because because they are saved. Let them not keep Christ with them. The blessing only comes when you give it to others. Let us share this word that there is this happening. Let us share the morning session of praying in tongues. So everyone comes to the morning session of praying in tongues. Let this entire family be blessed. Why should only 10 people or 20 people be blessed? But all the people, whoever we catch, even who are not part of the group, can also come and be blessed. We do not keep Christ with us. We give him to everybody. And so that everyone is blessed. That people be more prayerful, more holy. And today's teaching, the spirit of truth let that reveal and the reveal our depth of our heart so that as we do Psalm 51 and make that deeper relationship with you, Spirit of Truth reveal all the areas of our life where we had uncovered sin in all of us so that when we do our confession we are completely set free so that we are prosperous again and the grace of God flows back again in our life. Father God, we make this prayer knowing that our prayer is an answered prayer we know our prayer is an answered prayer and we make this mighty prayer in the name of jesus and we say amen okay thank you very much everyone and god bless all of you who have attended i wish you are here because the holy spirit is so powerful <laughs> praise god
3: thank you very much god bless and good night from from here and please share this teaching with everybody thank you very much amen
6: Thanks, Vic.